everybody. This is Heidi St. John. It's Friday, August 4th. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. So I've been getting quite a few uh, letters from you, from listeners, emails, and messages on Facebook. I want to clear a couple of things up. First of all, the very best way to reach me is via email, podcast at thebusymom.com. I have a very small little ragtag group of wonderful women who help me go through those emails. And so if you would like to get in touch with me, that's definitely the best way to do it. I want to address some of the emails that I've gotten over the last several weeks, particularly where uh, Bobby is concerned, where what our family has gone through. And so um, I'm going to be taking a few of your uh, emails and also kind of mixing them up with some uh, Facebook messages. But I know a lot of you are messaging me over at uh, The Busy Mom, and you can do that, but it's much easier for me to keep uh, tabs on your emails if you'll send them to podcast at thebusymom.com. I just finished my travel season Really, really excited about uh, being home with my family. I was telling my my uh, my husband the other day that I don't really feel like we've got much of a summer, and I'm starting to get a bad attitude. Not gonna lie, I'm starting to just be like, "Oh my word!" You know, when do we get to take a break? And I realized probably never. I, I don't I don't know that uh, getting a break is necessarily what the Lord has in mind for me. But I've been thinking as I've been walking through this, and we have an idea for what we want to do with our lives. So it's sort of this best laid plans idea, this idea that we're going to make a plan and things are going to go according to plan. And the truth is, you guys, they very rarely do. And I am learning that firsthand in my family right now, certainly with what's happening with Bobby, but also just with homeschooling and with the plans that we make for any given day. And that has really been a lot of what I'm hearing from you in your emails and following my family through uh, what's been happening with Bobby. So first of all, let me give you a a really brief uh, update on how Bobby's doing. He continues to defy Uh, what the doctors say that he's able to do. And I want to just encourage you because this story really does change from moment to moment. I encourage you follow the story over at Miracles for Bobby Asa. It's a Facebook page that I created the day after his accident uh, back at the end of June. And when Bobby was hit by a car backing into his driveway, so he was going somewhere the police say between uh, zero and five miles an hour. So going really uh, slowly backing into his driveway and he was hit by an oncoming car, 50 miles an hour. Uh, We were called to the emergency room right around midnight and around three in the morning, we were told that he had one of the worst uh, kinds of spine injuries. Uh, His uh, vertebrae at C6 had literally been shattered. He had uh, what's known as a diffuse anoxal injury, a very serious brain injury. And we were basically told he's a quadriplegic. He's never going to walk. He may never talk again. He may, he's very likely can never uh, wake up. And at that point, our family just hit our knees in prayer. And we knew that we, uh, that we were absolutely at the mercy of God. And I think this is where some of the questions begin to come in into play because uh, I got a letter, actually I've received several just heart-rending letters from those of you who have struggled through your own set of fear and your own um, financial difficulties. Some of you have gone through devastating um, physical injuries similar to the one that my nephew is enduring and is recovering from at the moment. And I believe and told you guys this a long time ago and continue to believe 
in the power of prayer. And the question is never, is God able? The question is always, what does God want to do? And as my family began to pray this through, and I told my sister this the other day, and in fact, I'm going to see if at some point next week I can, uh, I might bring her on the podcast with me because I think it would be powerful for you to hear from her. Um, but I believe that something happened uh, in the life of my sister and certainly in the lives of my my uh, my nieces as we're watching God do this. He is doing more than working a healing in Bobby. He's doing a healing in our family, a spiritual healing, certainly an emotional healing, and obviously a physical healing. But what we want to be doing is saying, Father, what is it that you want? We either believe that Romans 8.28 is true, and God is working all things together for our good, or we don't believe it. And we believe those things, or we don't believe them in the way that we handle suffering, in the way that we handle uh, a struggle. So I want to answer a couple of questions. I got a really sweet email from a mom who said that she was trying to be mom strong uh, last week. You guys know I have a brand new book coming out, and uh, we're super excited. We've recently started up uh, the uh, the video series for the launch team, so I'm excited about working with them so that we can get ready as a launch team to release this book in September. So really excited about that. Um, but I got a really sweet email from a mom who said she was trying to be mom strong, but basically the news is freaking her out. So she she saw recently that there's a company in Wisconsin, I'm sure a lot of you've heard about this, that's allowing their employees to be microchipped. And right now it's you know voluntary and they can buy snacks at their, at their, uh, at their company. They can log into their computers. They can get in and out of doors. And uh, it's, you know, really these are things that they've been saying are gonna happen for a long time. And honestly, it's happening all over the world. This is just the first in the United States that's happened. And I saw the article too and was just like, uh, no to the no. No, I will not be being microchipped anytime soon. You know, uh, we were laughing because the company is telling the employees who get microchipped, oh, we're not going to follow your every move. You know, I was thinking, what about the guy who calls in sick to work and then microchip locates him at the beach? (laughs) What about that dude? I wouldn't be microchipped. Not that I'm encouraging lying, but you know, I don't want to be microchipped like taking a shower or... I don't want people knowing where I am all the time, right? There's this thing called uh, privacy. And this mom was telling me that she was literally, this was just freaking her out because she struggles with fear and anxiety. And as a Christian, right, we all know that our future is in the hands of God and that we we say it back and forth, right? That God's going to win. But it's but it's hard not to worry with all the technology that's around our kids. Um, how do we stay focused in the moment, raising our kids and discipling them and Uh, homeschooling them or whatever it is that you're doing with all of these things that are happening in the world around us. And I want to direct you back uh, back to the Word of God right now, because God says that no matter what happens in this life, that He remains the same, that our uh, trust in Him is well-placed. And so I think for moms who are used to making plans, and um, listen, I'm a planner. I think when it comes to making plans, I'm a uh, second to nobody, <laughs> maybe except for the Lord. I like to make a list every morning, planning sort of in my DNA. Um, I'm a list maker. I love all things that are calendar related. I love um, deadlines, you know, and I, it's just that the universe never cooperates with the plans that I make. And the truth is, we can't plan for everything. And perhaps more to the point, no one ever plans for a crisis, right? We don't pencil in a crisis on the third Monday of the month. And yet, uh, without fail, 
right? With all the bases loaded at the bottom of the ninth, the phone rings and bam, uh, your uh, your son has been in a devastating car accident or a family member has lost his job or another friend has devastating news. And this is where our trust in the Lord and courage needs to step up to the plate. So the Bible says that we can make our plans, but ultimately the Lord determines our steps, right? That's what we read in Proverbs 16, 9. And some of those steps can be pretty painful uh, to take. And I wrote about in Becoming Momstrong, I wrote about losing, uh, Jay and I miscarried uh, our fourth baby years and years ago and the struggle that that was for us. And I can remember weeping beside the casket of a dear friend's stillborn daughter. And the truth is we don't always get to choose what happens to the babies that we carry so carefully inside us. And my my sister is certainly finding this out uh, firsthand right now. But we have to trust in the name of the Lord. We trust in God's promises. We are guaranteed that God will never leave us and he'll never forsake us ever, ever. And you guys, we need God. God is the one who brings courage in the chaos and peace to the broken places in our hearts. And without the courage that comes from him, a spirit of fear settles into the unseen places of our souls. And so I want to encourage you just to stay close to him, get to know his word, memorize his promises. Don't allow fear to take root because in when I get emails like this one from uh, the sweet mama who was saying, oh, people are being ri- microchipped. What I hear is a spirit of fear. And we've been instructed in the Bible not to give into a spirit of fear because that spirit isn't from God. And every mom can identify with fear, right? But every mom can also identify with the antidote to fear that we've been given. So from the moment that we know that we are going to be mothers, that we're going to bring new life into the world, um, something happens. I mean, that's where this sort of mom heart comes in, this courage that wakes up, I think, in the heart of every woman who becomes a mother, because it takes courage to be a mom. Uh, we face what unplanned C-sections, unexpected diagnoses, illnesses, um, hello, bad attitudes, strong-willed kids. All of these things test the courage and resolve of every mom. But God wants to use our circumstances to make us into the mothers he wants us to be. And I know it's true because the the road that God has me walking down, um, that he's asked me to shape the hearts of my children is also, as it turns out, uh, really shaping my heart. And uh, motherhood is exposing the weaknesses that I never knew I had. It drives me to the limits of what I thought I could do. Um, It fills my heart with hope. I think about this a lot with Bobby. You know, the doctors were telling us, give up. And they literally called him a vegetable. I was sitting in a meeting with my sister when they discussed uh, end-of-life care and at what point do we turn off the machines. And I remember just... uh, not knowing, God, what are you doing? But the truth is we can only entrust our future to God. He's the only one that we can trust. I got another email, um, one of several, and I don't have time, obviously, to go through all of all of the emails today, but I got another email from a mom that literally, I had to stop what I was doing and just pray, pray for this sweet mom because she's struggling and she's in pain. And she was beginning, she began to go through what God has done in her heart and in her life. And she said, listen, prayer doesn't work. She said, I've been, I've been watching what's going on with Bobby. And, and she said, she's overjoyed at his um, progress and the miracles that God is doing in, in Bobby's life. But the prayer that she answered for her son 
in a similar situation wasn't answered that way. And her child died. And uh, if you're listening, you know, and I bet you are, the mom who wrote this email to, to me, I want you to know I read your email to my sister, Heather. I went up to the hospital, took your email to her. I read your email to her and we wept for you and prayed for you. And I want you to hear uh, what I'm saying today, because I know that there are other moms who are also saying, what about my prayer? Why isn't my prayer being answered? Uh, Is your faith not strong enough? Um, Do you not have a strong enough prayer team that's praying for you? There's a huge team of people praying for Bobby. And this mom went on to say that she uh, removed her son from life support, and yet the Lord took him home anyway. And she sat there and watched her son take his last breath. And listen, my heart is broken with you. But God wants you to know that he never leaves you and he never forsakes you. And I think this was something that my sister and I, um, when we feared and and thought actually that we, we were going to lose Bobby, the the prayer that I think I said a couple of weeks ago that I watched when I felt like God, there was something that happened in the life of my sister and even something spiritual and supernaturally that broke loose in the heavens. When my sister prayed over her son and said, thy will be done. Thy will be done. These are hard things, women. It's hard to offer our children back to the Lord, kind of like doing what Abraham did with Isaac and laying our children down on the altar. But I want you to hear me right now because God says that he sees you, that he collects our tears in a bottle. Nothing that we go through is unseen by God. And he loves you. He loves you. And I think just to know that he loves you, to know that as Christians, we are we don't grieve as people without hope because we are going to see our loved ones again, those of us who know the Lord. And I want to say, I just want to encourage you right now that God sees your pain. And I think sometimes we don't understand. I don't know that we're supposed to understand uh, why some prayers appear to get answered the way that we want and others don't. And I know that it can be confusing, but I just want to encourage you to to continue just with me to trust that what God said in Romans through the Apostle Paul is true, that he works all things together for good. You know, I had the opportunity to uh, talk to another mom. I've actually talked to several moms and dads up uh, in the PICU during the last month and a half that we have been in the hospital now. And there are some heart wrenching, heart-rending stories. I met a mom whose uh, son was burned in a house fire and they prayed. I mean, hundreds of people from the Portland area, we prayed over this little boy and God took him home. That child's healing did not happen this side of heaven. But she said, you know, I know that he is healed and he is whole. And I think we hang on to that as Christians. We don't live for this world. We're living for a city to come. And what God is doing in Bobby's life extends far beyond uh, the healing of his physical body. You know, I talked to a mom who said there, she reached a point where she was like, father, it'd be better for, I'd be better if my son had died in this accident and not uh, been brought back to life because our struggle since that point has been so difficult and the road has been so hard. And I sometimes go back to uh, the story of Job and his suffering. And he chose to praise God anyway, even in the storm and not to lose sight that God was bigger and that he had a plan and a purpose for every event that unfolded in the life of her child. 
And the same thing is true for every one of you listening to this today. We said it at the beginning when Bobby was in such a devastating condition in the hospital and the doctors told us he was probably not going to live. And we were like, Lord, we trust you. We don't understand. Did we cry? Yes. Did we did we rend our hearts? Did we yell and scream? Did we ask God why? Yes. And I think God understands our sorrow. I think he understands our questioning. He knows that we are made of dust after all. He created us. He's the creator. But I want to point you back to the word of God today and just remind you of who you are because you are infinitely loved by the Father, infinitely loved. And we have to take our identity in Christ. We know because 1 John 3, 1 tells us that because of God's great love for us, we've been adopted into his family, made joint heirs with Christ. And through the the sacrifice of Jesus, we've been made right with God. And these are the important things that we teach our children, that we are just passing through, that we're just passing through. But courage, men and women, for those of you who are struggling, and believe me, I think I understand the struggle more now than I've ever understood it in my life. And I I have, it's funny, I read, um, I gave a, a advanced reader copy of Becoming Momstrong to my sister to read in the hospital. And as I was reading it on the recording a couple of weeks ago, I told my husband, I did not realize how much of becoming mom strong was about suffering because so much of my early life uh, was, suff- was bo- I was born into suffering. And I think really we're kind of all born into suffering because we live here, we live in a fallen world. And I just want to encourage you, if you're struggling to find courage in the face of, of a struggle today that seems bigger than you are, look up. Point your gaze toward Jesus and point your children toward the Lord as well. Because courage is found really where acceptance is found, and that's in Christ. It's in Christ. So listen to what what God said to Joshua when he received the mantle of leadership from Moses and was charged with leading the Israelites into the promised land. We're talking struggle is ahead of them. Struggle and sorrow and suffering and death is ahead of them. And listen to the charge that uh, that Joshua was given. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you'll be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so that you will be sure to obey everything that's written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Mothers who possess the stand-up courage of Joshua are spirit-filled women. They know who they are in Christ, and they refuse to allow the devil to lie to them, no matter what comes their way. They rise to the challenge of the culture, and in the process, we shape the hearts and minds of the children that God has given us for the glory of God. And really, that's what this is about at the end of the day. It's about the glory of God. So for those of you who are listening to this today and you're struggling, I just want to encourage you, go back to the Lord. He's listening. He loves you. He will never leave you or forsake you. He wants to walk through whatever you're with, whether you're on top of a mountain and he meets you there or you're in a valley right now. 
to feel the presence of the Lord because He loves you. I want to encourage you today also, if you're not taking part in my scripture writing challenge, we've just started a brand new one. Today's just the 4th of August. It's a great time to jump into reading the Bible with me. Uh, I've been saying this now for over a year and a half to buy podcast listeners. A little bit of time in the Word of God every day will change your life. It is life-giving to know the one who has known you from the beginning of time who loves you, who will never leave you or forsake you. And the best place to get to know him is through the study of his word. So I hope you'll join me there today. Also follow me on Instagram. If you're not over there already, we have just started doing something really new and fun uh, over on Instagram. And I'm hoping that that will become an encouragement to you as well. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. I'm going to spend some time with my family this weekend. and I hope you'll do the same thing. Take a break, uh, busy mom. Spend some time with the Lord and with your family. It's worth every ounce of effort you put into it. I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.